Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Podcasting with Aaron. Thanks for joining me again this week. Going to continue this series that I'm doing about getting good sound for your podcast. Last week I talked about how the room that you're in affects the sound of your uh, recording. And this week I'm going to talk about recording conversations remotely. Uh, In other words, recording people in other locations. So... Uh, recording audio with remote guests or co-hosts. If you if you're only recording your own voice or recording a couple of people in the same room with you, getting good sound is not going to be that hard. Especially if you follow the the tips that I gave in the previous episodes. You basically just control your mic input gain levels, use good mic technique, and uh, make sure the room that you're in doesn't have a bunch of super hard flat echoey surfaces. But if you're going to be recording interviews, which I think a lot of podcasters do, uh, either recording interviews with people in other places or recording a conversation with a co-host, then you're going to have to find a way to record all of the different voices and combine them. The tricky thing here is that in a lot of cases, especially with interviews, you're not going to have much control over what the other person sounds like, what kind of microphone they're using, what kind of room that they're in. You know, if they know things like uh, how to have good mic technique and how to set input gain levels, you just don't have a lot of control over that. So I always recommend having a conversation about this stuff in advance. And I'm going to talk more about that in the next episode. Um, But really the software that you use to record a conversation is going to play a big part in whether or not you end up with something that sounds good. You really have three options for recording uh, audio for a podcast when there's a lot of remote people involved. So you can talk with your guests uh, or your co-hosts using a chat app like uh, Zoom or Skype and have everyone record audio files locally on their end, usually on a computer, maybe on like an extra phone that they have. Uh, And then you can get those audio files from everyone and put them together in an audio editing program afterwards. So this uh, this is fairly common for podcasters, used to be more common back in the day. And uh, it's easy enough to get decent sound this way. Second option, you can use the recording functionality from a chat app like Zoom or Anchor, where you end up with a single audio file with all the different voices in it. And this is usually the easiest option, but often causes problems with audio quality. Uh, and I'll talk about more about why in a minute. This is, this is pretty common, was especially common in the years past. Um, just because there weren't any good apps that made it easy to talk to and record multiple people at the same time and get an individual audio file for each person, which is the, the way I recommend doing it. Option number three, you use an app specifically made for podcast recording like Squadcast or Zencaster. This is the best option for most people, in my opinion, because these apps will allow you to talk to multiple people at the same time. It's also going to, they also record an audio file for each person uh, that you can then download afterwards and put together and do editing on and, uh, you know, and work on and do mixing and cut stuff out, adjust the volume levels, things like that. So let's talk about the pros and recons, uh, the pros and recons, the pros and cons of recording one single, uh, recording everyone to a single audio file, like I mentioned in option two. So the first pro is that this is, this can be simpler and easier. You don't have to do anything. Uh, You just end up, you you jump on a call, on a Zoom call, you record all the audio files. At the end of it, you just download one file and you're kind of done, right? Like you have your audio file, you just publish it to your, uh, to your hosting platform. It goes out to everyone. Uh, This usually means less work for you or your guest Uh, And editing is a little bit less complicated because you don't have to deal with multiple audio files, maybe lining things up. 
the cons to this to this method is that you have less control over mixing and editing. So you can't do things like adjusting the volume level for each speaker, or each voice on the recording uh, without doing lots of like detailed editing to cut sections out and move them to their own tracks so you can make adjustments on them. I've done stuff like that before. It's it's uh, terribly time consuming and, and kind of annoying. So uh, pros for a single audio file for everyone, uh, it's easier can be a little bit faster. Cons, you have less control. And this can really cause this can really cause problems, especially if uh, like say one person has a lot of background noise happening um, while they're recording. If you had a, an individual audio file for that person, you could cut that background noise out or adjust the the, the volume level if they're too quiet or too loud. Um, but if you only have if all the voices are recorded to the same audio file and you just get that audio file, not much you can do afterwards. So the pros and cons of recording an audio track for every single person, having everyone on their own tracks, um, really it's just far more control and flexibility. You can edit out more. Uh, you can adjust any single person's gain level, the volume level, how loud they are. You can do unique audio processing on each track as well. If you need to do some background noise removal on one track, if you need to do some EQ on a track, some compression on a track, you just have a lot of control and flexibility. Uh, the con to having an audio file for each person is that it can be a little bit more time consuming uh, and complicated to edit three audio files at the same time, especially if you're new to this. Once you've got some experience with editing audio, it's not a big deal to edit multiple tracks. But in the beginning, there's a learning curve here. And if you do want to do audio processing, you, know, you got to know how to do the audio processing. You got to know about the background noise plugins, about EQ, about compression, things like that. And finally, uh, one of the cons is that this software that I recommend does cost money. It's not free. Squadcast is 20 bucks a month to start, I think. There's a few other programs. They generally all start somewhere around you know, $20 a month for the, the software you need, and it goes up from there. Um, I do absolutely think it's worth it, though. Um, really, like $20, $30 to, to produce a high-quality uh, podcast and save you a lot of time and effort and make you sound good, totally worth it in the end, especially if you want people to stick around and listen to your show. Um, I was reminded of, of, of this, uh, you know, of why I'm doing this, this series this week. There's a, there's a podcast I started listening to. I won't name it, but I heard it recommended. I don't remember where, but it was like, Oh, you know, it's these two guys, smart dudes talking about something interesting. I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. Went to listen to the first uh, one of the first episodes. Terrible sound quality. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it was it was bad. You know, I turned it off. The next week, um, about five minutes of the way through the episode, uh, the audio was just cut out completely. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to skip that episode. I'll give it a try next week. The following week, the episode that dropped this week, um, one of the hosts was way way quieter than uh, than the rest of the hosts. And that was it. I was done. I was like, all right, these guys obviously don't know what they're doing. They don't care enough to figure out this audio stuff. I'm not, I'd like, I can't just sit here and keep trying to see if they, they figure this out. I've got other great shows to listen to. So they lost me as a listener and I'm sure they lost other people. And that's what I want to, that's what I want to help you avoid really. Like it's not that hard to sound good. You just got to know a few things. That's what I'm trying to do with this. So finally, before we go, I wanted to give you a visual example of what I'm talking about when I say like recording an audio file for each person versus recording all of the, the audio 
all the all of the voices, the speakers on the recording to one file. Right here, you can see this is Logic Pro 10. Um, I use Squadcast to record a conversation for an episode of Chartable Radio podcast uh, that I help uh, the company I work for produce. And Squadcast it gave me an audio file for each person. So three different audio tracks here. Um, the the cool thing about this is that if I need to edit out any individual section, like there's if I'm if I started talking and someone else started talking at the same time, I can just cut my my voice out of there. There's a little section here towards the end in one of these tracks um, where there is some background noise happening, and just cut that out, delete that. Um, if in this case the the levels for all of these files are pretty similar, so I didn't have to do a lot of processing. I still did a little bit. Um, I don't know if I, yeah, I haven't put any plugins on here, but I, you know, a little bit of EQ, a little bit of noise removal. I, I kind of do that normally for all, uh, for most of the audio I work with, but I would just not have that, not have the same control, the same flexibility. If I only had a combined audio file that had everyone's voice on it, you know, you just kind of stuck with what you're stuck with. So I hope that makes sense to you. I hope that, uh, that helps you, uh, understand the importance of this a little bit better. If, uh, if you disagree with any of this, or if you have software that, you like that does this uh, re records multiple audio tracks for remote guests. Uh, and then I didn't mention it in this program. Feel free to drop it in the comments uh, or just email it to me and I'll, I'll include it in the show notes and the podcast uh, RSS feed and stuff. So if you like this episode, if you found it helpful, leave uh, what do you do? Leave a thumbs up, leave a rating and review an Apple podcast, uh, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe in your podcast app of choice. Let me know. Uh, let me know what you think. I'll be back next week to talk about, um, what am I talking about next week? Oh yeah, just a few things to talk to uh, your guests and your co-hosts before you start recording. I think it's good to have conversations. And so I'm just going to give you a little checklist of things that you can talk to, to kind of help make sure that you get good sound. Um, yep, that's about it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, some of you may notice, I, I, I saved this for the end because I didn't want to mention it up front, but um, this episode is actually two weeks late. I, had, I took an unplanned vacation to enjoy the uh, the great Texas winter storm of 2021, and uh, it was quite a week. Some of the some of the pipes, you know, it wasn't that bad for me for the first um, one of the first four or five days. It was like I had rolling rolling blackouts, but I didn't never went without power for more than about 45 minutes or an hour. So that was okay. It was like powered be on for a while, powered be off. I can deal with that. But then Thursday, um, so it all kind of started like Saturday or Sunday, the, the, the rolling blackouts. I'd actually tried to start recording this episode, and right before I got done, the power shut off. So I lost all my work. And I was like, all right, that's just the universe telling me to, to wait to produce this episode. Um, anyway, so, so the whole week was fine. Like got a couple of hotel rooms, got some work done. It was cool. It's a little cold, but not too bad. But then Thursday night, some pipes burst in the back of my house in a closet that I, I didn't even know there were pipes back there. It was a water washer and dryer hookup. And then uh, some pipes burst and that kind of sucked. Got that fixed with the help of my neighbor, who's like a handyman. And then, uh, <laughs> and then that, after I got the pipe, I spent all afternoon, part of the evening getting this stuff fixed. Okay, cool. Got it fixed. Um, then I had a frozen pizza and it ended up giving me food poisoning. So I spent the next day just like throwing up and, and being sick. Uh, that was Friday. And, uh, so that kind of sucked, but, um, by the, by the, you know, by the end of that week, by that Saturday, the weather had gotten nicer and, and I'd gotten rehydrated and I felt fine, but 
is a mess. Te- yeah, Texas. Um, the great Texas winter storm of 2021. Memorable. Anyways, so that's why this episode is a couple weeks late. Most of you probably won't even notice, but I hope you're doing well. Um, hope you're excited for spring. I certainly am. Uh, I'm really, really ready to get back to like biking and spending time outdoors, not being stuck inside all, uh, all, all day and all week. Anyways, that's it for me for this episode. Thanks again for watching. See you again next time.